And welcome back to Kid Men Talk. This is Carl Bastian coming to you from Kidology with the 71st podcast. Today's podcast is called I Ministry because it's all about how to make your ministry more effective, more fun, more cool, and more efficient using an iPad. Today's podcast is sponsored by the innovative folks at KidCheck because they have just come out with the KidCheck iPad app. It is something that parents can use and leaders can use to make child security all the more easy and effective and cool. I'm going to be telling you all about it as well as all kinds of other exciting apps from my iPad that I use every week to make ministry more efficient, more fun, and more effective, and even just ways I connect with kids. And I'm actually recording this podcast on my iPad. So grab your iPad and let's talk Kidman. Can you even remember when you didn't have an iPad? I mean, if you're like me, your iPad has become the most essential tool in your personal life as well as your ministry. I mean, I remember when I got my first iPhone, I stood in line for it. And then the next iPhone, the next iPhone, I got the first iPad, my son's got that one now, and it's like a boat anchor. Right? He's complaining because of a lot of the new apps and games, won't even download to it, and he's already lobbying for when he's going to get an upgrade, and I'm just waiting to see how well he'll take care of, of that one before you know, I'm going to spend money on a, an expensive one for him. But I've been proud of him. He's doing a really good job with that iPad 1 boat anchor um, and how well he's taking care of that now for a couple of years. But I went from the iPad 1 to the iPad 2 to the iPad 3 with the Retina. And i got to tell you, um, I have not upgraded to the iPad Air because I've got so many accessories that go with that iPad 3 that I'm, I'm sticking with that one. But then I got my iPad mini. And I got to tell you, that iPad mini, it goes with me everywhere. I love the size of it. Uh, the screen is fantastic. I don't have the new, I think there's an iPad mini retina. I got the first one that came out and I'm content with that. But it goes with me everywhere. In fact, I used to be a big fan of the Wi-Fi because you, know, you could get internet. But I found that I needed internet everywhere. Finally sold my iPad mini on uh, Facebook to a f- colleague and got the LTE iPad mini. And so, man, I just fire that thing up and boom, I'm online and I'm able to communicate with my email and with Facebook and with Twitter and I'm um, just having a great time with it. You know, it has become the tool that I use for everything. In fact, I am I am just pacing here in my basement. I am just holding it and I'm just recording this podcast right on my iPad. I'll put in the show notes the the recording that I'm using. It's called the Firefield Recorder. It's kind of hard to search for in the store. Uh, you put in fire, you'll get a bunch of other stuff. You put in recorder and it doesn't come up. So look for that link in the show notes and I will make sure that you can get this, but it's a great recording app and I use it uh, all the time. I don't usually use it for the podcast. I'll use GarageBand and a, and a high quality microphone, but as you can tell, the quality is pretty good and I can even navigate and do other things on the iPad and this will stay recording in the background. So it's a pretty great uh, recording device and I just thought, you know, I ought to use the iPad for the entire podcast. Well, I want to walk you through... Um, some different apps that I use in ministry. Um, you know, on a podcast, 
about apps, I could go for hours. I have on my iPad right now about 250 apps, so this could be a really long podcast, but I'm not going to go over all of them with you. I'm going to skip some of the obvious ones that everybody has. If you have a specific question about an app that I recommend for a specific thing, please go into the forum discussion that's listed in the show notes and just ask your question. If you want to say, hey, what app do you use for this or what app do you do for that? And I'll be happy to answer those more specific questions. But what I want to do is I want to focus on just some quick ones that I use for management, for communication. And then I want to talk about some fun ones that I use for connecting with kids because Kids see me with my iPad and before church or in small group, I love being able to pull out my iPad and and do some fun stuff with the kids. I'm going to share just a couple of those with you. If you've got some of those that you use to connect with kids, please post the names of those because uh, it's always great to have something new and I want to hear what those are. But I also want to tell you about the KidCheck app and just take a few minutes here. Indulge me. You may already have a security program that you use and maybe you're not uh, shopping around and uh, so but please hear me out because this is worth looking into. As you know we have got a great partnership with KidCheck. If you go to Kidology and you go down to the KidCheck page, I'll link it in the show notes as well, you get a discount if you're a Kidology premium member on Kidology, on KidCheck. And it is the premier check-in system for children's ministry. And they have already had all kinds of features. I'm not going to take time to go through all the amazing things that they have done to think through security and check-in and communication and volunteer organization, mass uh, emailing and text messaging and all kinds of things. But now they have got this app. And I have downloaded it. I have spent a little time on the phone with their staff, and they've set me up as an administrator, and so I could experiment with it. And it is so amazing. You can uh, log, you can have your parents download the app, and they can set up their themselves right there in the app. They can upload a picture of their kids, their their allergies or special things about their kids, their pictures of them, and um, and then your staff can also be use the same app and as administrators. And um, the repercussions of this are absolutely incredible. All right, and then you can have check-in stations that are just iPads. Now, of course, they can be mounted into a a station like a computer, and it's so much more user-friendly to just push and swipe. But ideally, you could actually have a person just standing there with an iPad greeting them. Hey, what's your name? What's your phone number? Push and swipe and welcome them, seeing the picture, verifying who they are, printing out their sticker, and taking care of checking in that relational way. But it, it has so many more benefits than just the ease of it being on an iPad. Of course, that's a wonderful feature. You can put in messages for a parent, so when they check in, there's a pop-up that comes up and lets them know as a reminder, uh, like they're a volunteer, that, hey, next week they're on in nursery and be sure to wear their uniform or special T-shirt or something, and they'll see that when they check their child in. A parent can also leave a message, and they can type in the, hey, it's my kid's birthday today, and that little note will print out on their name badge uh, or if there's a reminder of an allergy or something like that. But some neat things come out. Say uh, a parent um, has some grandparents in town, and they've already checked in their kid, but they're sitting there in the pew, and grandma and grandpa say, hey, can we go, can we go pick up Luke? That's my son. 
I could literally take my iPad mini and say, yeah, let me, uh, let me make you an authorized guardian. I could take my iPad, take a picture of Grandpa right there in the pew, and add him as an authorized user so that Grandpa can go pick up Luke. Now, obviously, he'll have the tag, and he could just go pick him up with the, with the t- sticker. But say the tag was lost, or maybe I've got a, just a really conscientious volunteer there who uh, says, you know, I don't know this guy. He's got this tag, but... How do I know he's not some estranged relative coming to, you know, pick up this kid? They can say, you know what, um, are, are you an authorized user? And Grandpa can say, yeah, go ahead and just check in the system. You'll see my name and my picture there. Um, or in the reverse, if you want to, for any security reason, on the fly, a parent can go into their iPad app or iPhone app, and they can take someone off as an authorized user so that they will not be able to pick up a child. And, of course, it's unfortunate when that happens, but there are situations in life where they would have the power to do that, and they can do it right there on the fly. So it's an incredible opportunity to empower parents to make changes, to add children, to remove uh, guardians, to enable volunteers uh, and your leaders uh, you know, if they're all walking around with iPads anyway, your coordinators, your supervisors, and your directors, you authorize their device, and then they're walking around. If there's any question that comes up, you know, a teacher can ask for a supervisor and say, hey, we have a situation here, and they will have the power right then to pull that child up. They can literally, from within the app, scan a child's sticker, their name badge, their check-in thing, and it will bring up that child's account. And poof, you see a picture of the parent, a picture of the child, of their allergies, medical information. If a child's having a reaction, medical personnel are there. Boom, they take that iPad, they scan that name badge, and poof, right there on the iPad, they've got all the medical information that they need about that child. Incredible not to have to run down to a checking computer and try and find that kid in a database, but right there on an iPad, you know, right in the immediate situation. So it's just amazing that we're able to take this technology and to harness this to make our ministry safer and more efficient. And what I love, you know, my heartbeat for relational ministry to make it more relational. So we're not standing behind computer counters and and dealing with all these frustrating machines. But now just to be able to stand there with a iPad, I mean, I'm just holding my iPad in the palm of my hand. To be able to hold it here and just greet someone and talk to them, they can see what I'm doing. It's going to be so much more relational. So I would encourage you, check out KidCheck if you haven't already. Check out their app. They'll be happy to go through with you on an on-screen demo and uh, show you more about it just like they did with me. So technology is changing. And apps are making our lives so much easier. So let me just tell you about some of the ones that I use in, in, in my everyday life that I have found to be so helpful. When it comes to organization, you know, I spend a lot of time on the web. I'm a Firefox browser user. Well, you might not know that there is a browser for the iPad called the Fox browser. The reason I like that browser is you can make it synchronize through Firefox syncing so that all your bookmarks that you have on your computer or windows you have open will synchronize with your iPad. So all the bookmarks that you have on your computer, pages you have open when you open your iPad Fox browser, poof, there's all your bookmarks. And it just makes it easier than trying to maintain a separate system. And uh, so I use that. All right. 
I'm going to tell you at the end of the podcast how to get a ton of apps for free every single day. But that's my carrot on the stick, all right? Now, if you're brainstorming and you're trying to figure out planning and things like that, there's one called DreamX. It's a mind mapping app, and I'll put a link in the show notes. I encourage you to check that one out. It's a lot of fun. For just simple lists, I use an app called Clear. It's a it's a beautiful, simple, intuitive swipe and drag an app that I use just for simple lists. For much more involved ones, there's an incredible new app. It's called Trillo. It's T-R-E-L-L-O. And it's interactive and it's collaborative. And uh, there's these boards and you can use it simply or you can even go a little deeper into the items on the board. But it's all drag and drop. It interfaces with your computer. So at Trillo.com, you have all these boards and to-do lists and due dates and everything. But the great thing is you can collaborate with others on your ministry team. In fact, I have a honey-do list that I collaborate with with my wife. So when she thinks about something that she'd like me to do, instead of just nagging me, she can just go ahead and open up the shared board that we have and she can actually just put it on my to-do list. I can drag things up and down in priority. I haven't actually thought of making a a honey-do list for her. Maybe I should. But we have a shopping list that we make together. We've got our Costco list and our Walmart list and our Kohl's list, you know. And so when we think of something, instead of going, oh, I got to tell Sarah to get that, or Sarah thinks, oh, I got to tell Carl to get this at, at Home Depot, you know, she just puts it right on the shopping list in my iPad. So the next time I'm out of Home Depot, I can just check our shopping board go to the store that I'm in, and there will be, oh, we need to replace the uh, smoke detector in um, you know Luke's room. Oh, that's important. <laughs> Good thing that uh, she was able to tell me about that. That's a great management app. You'll find you'll use it for yourself, but the collaborating with your team is, uh, is fantastic as well. All right, now when it comes to shopping, I'm just going to mention the, uh, the three big ones, Amazon and eBay and PayPal. All three of those have apps. I have found I actually enjoy the iPad experience even better than the computer experience with those. And I'm going to throw a little plug out there to Amazon to become a Prime member because then you get free shipping on so many things. And there's been a lot of times where there's things I'm going to buy and my wife will remind me, check Amazon Prime. We're learning to uh, shop online and to use these apps and to use the free shipping and all those things so that we can find that we can just have um, a great success, right? When it comes to communication, of course, there's, there's Skype. A lot of people know that. But there's fun ones, too. You know, there's one called Your Sign that I use. And it's a whiteboard or a piece of cardboard, and you can draw a note on there. And sometimes when I've got to leave a meeting, I'll throw a note on there and leave my iPad standing up, and um, people kind of get a kick out of uh, the cardboard sign um, that is actually um, <laughs> my iPad. And if you don't understand what I mean, maybe I'll throw a picture up in the um, show notes and you can get an example of the cardboard sign that you can turn your um, iPad into. It's a lot of fun. So, um, And then when it comes to uh, communicating, there's a great app called Felt where you can actually send nice notes to people and you take picture, you add text, 
and uh, they'll actually mail it for you. They take care of the postage. And so sometimes when someone, the Lord brings someone to mind that just needs a word of encouragement or something, there's several apps out there. Apple's got one. I think it's just called Cards. I like this felt one. And um, you can just send a note of encouragement. You don't have to worry about finding an envelope, finding a card that fits the right size envelope, and finding a stamp, and then addressing it. You just do it all on your iPad. You hit send, and they'll just get that card in the mail from you. And you were able to be creative by using a picture from right out of your photos on your iPad and add a caption or a Bible verse or something, and boom, it's done. You just took a couple minutes to do it, and someone else took care of the mailing it and the addressing it, and yet the relational impact is fantastic. All right. Um, recently, I did a blog post on all the Awana apps that are out there, and they've got a ton. Um, there's a games app loaded with games. They've got a gospel app. They've got kids story apps, and I'll just direct you to that blog post where you can read about all the great apps that Awana has. I'm not going to take the extra time to go through each of those, but check them out. Even if you don't have an Awana club, you will find some use for the apps that Awana has for sharing the gospel and playing games and things like that. And lastly, let me just talk about some of the amazing, fun, simple apps for kids. Because we live in an age where you know, we're intrigued with this technology. You know, we're living through the Steve Jobs revolution of, um, you know, this whole iTechnology. For kids, they're not impressed. This is just their world. I mean, my son um, just has an iPad, and to him, it's just normal. That's what he does his homework on. It's what he plays on. He's, he doesn't even do a lot of tr- traditional, normal video games. The games he plays are on an iPad. He does homework on an iPad. He's learning to read on an iPad. And not that we don't also encourage regular books. And of course, he does lots of physical play. My point is not, you know, an abuse or overuse of the iPad, but just that it's it's normal to him. This is the world he's growing up in. I haven't even bothered training him yet on a regular computer because this is going to be his world. Small, handheld, touch devices. That's the world he's going to grow up in. And so connecting with kids with these devices is so key. So when I get downtime with kids, I love just, they they ask me, what do you got on your iPad? You got anything cool on your iPad? And there's a couple of fun ones. You've probably seen the different talking apps. You know, there's Talking Ben and Talking Larry, and there's even a Talking Carl um, with a C. You know, it's not my fault. Is Mom couldn't spell his name. But I'll just tell you, my favorite is Talking Larry. It's a bird. And uh, you can poke him, and he'll sing songs, and you can electrocute him, and you can feed him. And if there's a little keyboard, and you play little songs, and uh, he'll tweet to the notes that you're playing. But if you hold one of the notes too long, he tweets until he explodes. And um, it's a lot of fun. Especially preschoolers get a kick out of Talking Larry. So you got to look that up. All right? um, I've got one called Real Fireworks. And um, it's just a fireworks app, but kids can touch the screen and fireworks go off and there's lots of settings to change the colors and the size and the type of the fireworks, you know, and that's fantastic. Um, There's a paper airplane game that I really enjoy called Air Wings, but when I do it with kids, I don't do the multiplayer online. Um, That's a lot of fun just for you to do. Um, it, there's even a microphone where you can be talking, interacting with those other online players. 
Um, but uh, obviously, you don't know what those people are going to say. <laughs> so um, I just do the tutorial with kids. That way, um, it's not involving other people. Um, they can fly these paper airplanes. I bought all the bonus packs so you can fly a squirrel, you can fly a toilet paper tube, you know, airplane, a kite, and let and the kids fly around. There's some uh, computer-generated airplanes that they can shoot rubber bands at and pencils at and suction cup bombs, and, and uh, they get such a kick out of uh, playing that game. And, of course, there's race car games. I'm not even going to recommend one. There's just a ton. Have fun experimenting, downloading some. And those are great. Um, one really fun strategy game that's very simple but a lot of fun is called Castle Raid. Now, you'll notice there's a Castle Raid 1 and a Castle Raid 2. Um, the Castle Raid 2, I, I think, just went off the deep end in storyline and comics and way too confusing. Just stick to the Castle Raid 1. Um, it's genius in its simplicity. My son and I enjoy playing it. I enjoy even just playing the computer, and uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's very simple. Definitely check that one out. But there's one um, that I just downloaded that I'm amazed at the technology. You're going to laugh, but it's Jenga. But I do this with the kids, and it's amazing. You, It's a regular Jenga game, but you can rotate the whole tower. You tap the block that you want to remove, and you... You tap, 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 and you move it out, or you can drag it out, and the tower will fall. And, and we sit in a circle in a small group, passing my iPad and taking turns, you know, trying to knock a, a block out, and the kids get such a kick out of it. And it's funny because we actually have real Jengas available. There's kids around the room playing the real Jenga, and we're sitting around playing Jenga on my iPad. It's pretty hysterical. But there is a brand new one out that I've you've got to check out, all right? And it's by a company called Righteous Tales, and it's David versus Goliath. And I got to tell you, this thing is amazing. So often when Christian movies and Christian products come out, um, there's a quality drop. And I don't say that as a criticism, but as a reality. And often it's just because it's a small ministry or a small company, and they don't have the resources to compete with the secular world. But I got to tell you, this David versus Goliath, it's like better than a lot of the stuff you're going to see out there. It's funny. It's visually appealing. It, you know, it's humorous. I guess I already said it's funny, but it's worth saying twice. It goes through the story of David and Goliath and interactive comic. It's got hidden things to find on the screen. Um, it's got games. And uh, support them by buying the add-on things, which adds to the story and adds to the games. It's phenomenal. And uh, it teaches the story of David and Goliath and you shoot slingshots, and you do all kinds of fun things, and it's it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. It belongs on your iPad, on your kid's iPad, and you really should should tell all the kids in your church about it. I'm going to be working on a way to get it promoted on Kidology because uh, I really want to help spread the word about this David versus Goliath app so that this guy can continue to create even more apps like this. So there's just so many good things out there. It makes life easier when you can just have this tool with you all the time. You know, years ago, when I was at a children's pastors conference, uh, one of my first ones as an attending, you know, I've, I've been to over 40 children's pastors conferences in a row. I've been to every single one since 1995. And I still remember back in my very first year when I was this empty sponge soaking up everything. And I went to one on administration 
And I, and I, the guy told me, and I still remember, he said, you need to be the guy or the gal who has the answers. Be the guy or the gal who has the answers to people's questions, and it will make you very valuable to your pastor, to your staff, to the parents. And so back then, I got me a Palm Pilot. And I filled that Palm Pilot. In fact, you can search Kidology. I might even link it in the show notes on <laughs> ministry uh, with a Palm Pilot and how a Palm Pilot can enhance your ministry. All right. Because I believed in the power of information at your fingertips and how it would make your ministry more powerful and more effective. I used to do workshops on that back at Children's Pastors Conference back in the you know mid 90s and early 2000s. All right. Well, Man, that was a shadow of things to come. When you have the answers to people's questions, when you have that available to you right there on your iPhone or right there on your iPad, or you just have the answer to a situation, you got a crying kid and you pull up a funny app and it makes that kid cry. Or you have an emergency situation and you pull up that kid check app and you're able to solve or resolve or prevent a security situation because, pow, you're using Kid Check, and you've got the answers, and you've got the preventative means to prevent bad things from happening. Wow, that makes you valuable, you know, when you know people's contact information, all right? When you can lead them to, to what they need, um, it, it's valuable. It makes you valuable to your pastor, to your volunteers, to, to your parents, all right? Um, the, the day and age of I'll get back to you it doesn't cut it anymore. People want answers and they want them now. And your iPad enables you to be that person, to be the one who has the answers people need and to give them to them on the spot. So I encourage you, it is a great investment to have that iPad mini, or if you got to lug around one of those bigger ones, that's fine, or an iPhone and organize it, take the time to organize it into folders, into categories, get rid of the miscellaneous stuff, or shove that off onto screens off to the right so your first few screens are not cluttered, and empower yourself for iMinistry. You'll be glad you did, and those you serve will be glad you did as well. Please go to the show notes page, drop into the forum discussion, it'll be linked at the bottom, and Tell me and share with others, what are the apps that you find indispensable? What do you use to stay organized? What do you use to communicate and to encourage? What do you use to connect with kids and share those so that the rest of us can also become better I-ministers, all right? Well, I promised at the beginning I was going to tell you how you can get a whole bunch of free paid apps, free every day. All right, you ready? Here it is. It's a free app and it's called Apps Gone Free. You download it and every day there's like five or more apps that have gone free. All right. Now I got to warn you, when I first downloaded this and I first discovered it, I was downloading like three or four a day, ended up with tons of apps that I never opened. And over time, I've gotten more selective in what I download. But it is amazing. And I have gotten some incredible apps. I've gotten PDF editors. I've gotten file managers. I've gotten um, scanners. I've gotten to-do list organizers. I've been able to pick the ones that I like the best. I've gotten some cool games that I played for a while. It's where I got the fireworks 
one. That's where I got the Jenga. So uh, it's a great app. It's called Apps Gone Free. I will link it in the show notes. Download it. Have fun with it. It'll even pop up once a day to tell you that uh, all the new apps are there. And uh, But be discriminant, and uh, but have fun, and you'll get a bunch of paid apps, and you'll get them for free. It's pretty cool. Well, thanks for listening to Kidmin Talk. Remember, this is your podcast. So your feedback, your suggestions really help me, and they do shape the show. So you can leave your feedback in the forum discussion, or you can email me at carl at kidmintalk.com. If you're a tweeter, you can reach me at kidmintalk or at kidologist, and I will get back to you. I always hear from people, oh, I don't want to bother you. You know, you're such a busy guy, and that's true, I am a busy guy, but so many people think that, that often nobody writes. So take the initiative, reach out, let me know what you would like to be equipped and encouraged about, and my next podcast just might very well be what you asked for, right here on Kidmin Talk. Mm-hmm.